a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back. You're listening to Inside Sources. I'm your guest host, Jill Atwood, alongside Jim Bennett. How are yeah, we doing? We're, we're doing fine. We're about to talk about a topic I know nothing about. <laughs> so this is going to be fun. Okay. It's okay. I will. I'll help you. Okay. Thank we'll you. teach you. So we've well, got, our guests can help us. Yes. Too. Hopefully. This is Josh Furlong. He's, I'm just going to say you're the sports guy. I'm the sports guy. Here at guy. KSL. So Utes. 3-0. and Yes. Kicking some butt. <laughs> yes. Number 10 in the nation. But what about this weekend? Well, this weekend's a fun matchup for them. They play USC. Uh, they travel to the Coliseum, which is always a hostile environment. Uh, you know, the Trojans are a storied program. Uh, so Utah goes in there. They have they haven't won at the Coliseum or in L.A. for more than 100 years. So, Whoa. Uh, really? It's a, it's a little difficult, yeah. You know, I went to USC. And I did my laundry during all the football games because that's when the machines were all available. Everybody was at the game. It's perfect time. It's perfect time. So, again, I'm not the person to talk to on this stuff. <laughs> so what do you predict this Saturday? Are you, are you going to the game? Yeah, are you traveling I, I there? will be there. I leave Friday morning and I'll, I'll get to the Coliseum and fight that fun L.A. Uh, traffic. Okay, what are you thinking? And what are the Trojans ranked? They are not. They were ranked last week until BYU beat them, and so now they're out of the rankings. Okay, so we're going to beat them. Sure. I didn't yeah. just jinx them, I promise. <laughs> so what do you think? I, I think I think Utah has a, has a really good shot to finally break that, that century-long streak. Um, as long as Utah takes care of business and they, they go in there and they, you know, they play you know, good football, they don't try to turn over the, the football a lot, I, I think they have a good chance. Now, you know, USC is always a, a good program. They have some of the best recruits in the, in the country. So uh, it's, it's never a guarantee. But I think as long as Utah plays the way that they should, mm -hmm. uh, they should come away with a victory. Okay, so pretend you're the offense co offensive coordinator for me. So what do they need to do? Like, who needs to have the big game? How do you see it? Well, I think I think Tyler Huntley, their quarterback, needs to uh, really just play his game, uh, play uh, controlled football, not try to get too aggressive, try to you know, let the, the crowd kind of hype him up a little bit and try to force things. Um, if he can do that, I think Utah will have a good chance. Uh, uh, they have, you know, one of the best running backs in the country was Zach Moss. Um, that as long as he can get some push on the on the offensive line and be able to hit the gaps a little bit, um, I think I think Utah will be uh, pretty good that way. Those two those two are going to do well, you know. And I think as long as the defense can control that the air raid offense that USC is trying to put out there, I, I I really don't see Utah struggling too much in that regard. Now, with that being said, you know all things could kind of come off the rails and things could be bad. Utah's had a had a history of you know throwing. Uh, interceptions to, to the same mm -hmm. linebacker. They've had different issues that way in, in the Coliseum. So and nothing is a guarantee. But I think if those those two guys especially can can play the game that you know Utah fans have seen from from him this this year, I think I think they're going to be in an okay spot. Well, you keep saying in the Coliseum, and I think that has to be a really huge advantage because BYU just beat USC on their home field. I went there. I got my graduate degree at BYU, my undergrad at USC. So I was actually completely uninterested as to who would win anyway. But uh, <laughs> but so 
the fact that Utah beat BYU so defend, you know, decisively, mm-hmm. doesn't that suggest that Utah has the skills to be able to beat the uh, to beat USC on their home turf, or is the home turf that much su- such a strong advantage? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, I th- man, uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think I, I think that's that's a difficult environment. I mean, uh, I was there two years ago, and, and Utah was kind of controlling the game, and all it took was you know one turnover or something, and that crowd got back into it. Uh, I think the one difference here is uh, USC fans are a little uh, upset with their head coach right now. I think they want to see him gone. Uh, they're hoping oh. that Urban Meyer will be the new head coach. <gasps> oh, wow. I can't believe you just brought up Urban Meyer. I have a question for you, but uh, keep going. Okay, and, and so I think you know the game is also at, at 6 o'clock Pacific time. That's a terrible time for, for fans who are trying to get to a game. So as long as Utah can get into that game fairly early and kind of control... I don't know if the crowd's really going to be that much of an advantage right now. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, I mean, it, anything can change. But I, I think given that and, the, and a Dodgers game being played that night as, you know, close to the playoff race, I, I don't know if, the, if that crowd's going to be maybe as of an impact as it, as it has been in years past. Well, and Utah is predicted to take the Pac-12 championship, right? Correct. So they got to win this game. They got it. This is, this is kind of the, the game, especially in the South Division, that they have to win to essentially to meet those goals. Now, you could lose and still get there, but it, it's much easier if you can beat a team like USC, which seemingly has, uh, you know, some issues. Sure, even if they're not ranked, they're USC, and everybody just assumes they're good regardless. Absolutely. Okay, I want to talk about Urban Meyer. I can't believe you just broke <laughs> I can't believe you just brought that Wasn't up. Because I'm a, a, so I'm originally from Ohio, so I'm a Buckeyes fan. So... So you've got that. I've I've <laughs> I've got that, but he's left us and supposedly never coming back, which I don't buy. And so, are you hearing something along those lines? Um, I mean, there, there's a lot of conversation that when when Urban left Ohio State, um, nobody really believed that he was going to be done with right. Football. He just needs to, he wants to golf for a couple of years. Yeah, you know, just kind of uh, take his time. Sure. And and I, I think the the kind of ironic thing. Um, Fox is, they're the ones broadcasting the game on Friday. Um, Urban Meyer is going to be the host um, of a pregame show ahead of that game. So everybody's kind of looking at it. He's going to be in L.A. <laughs> uh, they can look up in the booth and say, yeah. what's on your mind, sir? <laughs> exactly. Halftime adjustments. Who's going to come in as the coach, you know? So um, I, I think I think if Urban wants the job, it's going to be his. I, I really, I don't see a, a scenario where Urban is not the first guy you call. The sure. question is if he is legitimately serious about not coaching football anymore. So. Do you think he wants the job? I, I think if USC came around, I think that's probably the one place. Maybe Notre Dame or some other co- team like that. I know you're shaking your head. I don't, think you can, you don't think I don't think you can take the football out of the guy. I just think he needed a break. I mean, this isn't the first time he did. He d- he's done it at Florida, and now he's done it at Ohio State. And so he just is resting and rate and waiting for the right offer. That's that's my opinion. I, I agree with you. I mean, I think. USC, you know, once they do fire Clay Hilton, I don't really see them not firing him here soon. Uh, Urban Meyer is going to be the first guy they call, I guarantee it. And, and the question is just how much can they, they offer him slash really need to offer him because I, I think it's kind of a lock for him. Well, I need you to know that although I don't know anything about football, my, my <laughs> kids love football. My wife loves football. They have a fantasy football league that I've ignored for years and years. This year, I've stepped in, and I am crushing it. <laughs> I am destroying everybody. Beginning I am luck. the greatest fantasy football player that has ever lived. Fantasy football <laughs> has destroyed football and the fan. You find yourself... 
yourself rooting for a team that you hate because right. of one guy. Right. It's just not cool. No, it's well, true. It's true. <laughs> I, I, I don't understand it. I just know that I'm really, really good at it. So this, with fantasy, as long as the points are higher than the other ones, you're good. Well, so there you go. There you go. I figured Does that your out. team have a name? Uh, well, yeah, I don't know if I can even say it on the air. Okay, don't. I don't think it's family don't appropriate. In, don't get us in trouble. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Our, okay, Josh, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, I no problem. I appreciate talking football with you. Anytime. I love it. I love it. Okay, when we come back, we're going to talk with our producer, Robin, about the special session at the legislature last night. Stay with us. It's 214.